The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like our show, I encourage you to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. And if you want your own podcast, you know what? That's what we do with the Boston Podcast Network. We produce podcasts from start to finish. We'll take care of everything for you. And you can join us in our Westwood Mass Studios or do it remotely, which is what a lot of people do these days. Shocker. Anywhere around the globe, we will send you a quality USB mic to get you started and get your show launched. Get into show business, kids. Go to bot, excuse me, go to pod617.com to get started. So I'm recording this on a Monday morning, but I I wouldn't mind a glass of wine right now. And I and I know because because that's the way life goes sometimes. But I don't have any wine with me, but I do have a wine expert with me. His name is Bertil. John Cronberg. He is the proprietor of Bond Wine. I'm sorry. Let let me get that absolutely right. I'll let him describe the whole business to you because he has a vision for wine. He has a passion for wine and he's here in the virtual studios. Let's properly welcome him. Bertiel, how are you, my friend? Good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. It is Bond. Do we, we just call it Bond with an E at the end? No, we can't because uh, Bond, it's a winery, it's a region in France, it's a name, it's a lot of things. So let's be very, very clear. Bond, fine wine. Fine wine. Bond, fine wine. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I know uh, we're going to get into a lot of this, including uh, a podcast that you'll be launching soon to sort of put on display your your passion for wine and, and others that have a passion for wine. I guess let's start at the beginning. What, what How did you get into this industry and develop your passion for it? I, I'm not sure. I, I continue to thinking if that's a dream or reality. <laughs> I feel I fell down on a barrel when I was a baby and that's <laughs> where that's come from. I'm glad, I'm glad they got, I'm glad they picked you up out of the barrel and got you started, yeah. but yes. So I'm born in France from a family live around wine and food. And, and so, yes, I was uh, involved, not just the beauty of the simplicity of uh, food and wine, but also the sense and the soul it's behind it. And that's. What I'm doing is to demystify all these big blah, blah stories, marketing, great food and great wine are something give to privileged people and you need to have money for, right. and you need to have a lot of knowledge. It's look like we, what we do with wine that's for years and years. If you remember at the church, they were speaking Latin. And so mm-hmm. if you are, you as a poor peasant and never went to school, you have just to sit on the back, never understand 
what they say, but uh, you have to confess for your sin. And for sure, you have to pay before you leave. And only the educators was capable to understand what the priest was doing. Mm. I don't think that's how wine need to work. I see wine, it's a product from farmer. It was a product of farmer and need to stay a product of farmer. And I think that's the way a lot of outsiders look at the wine industry because I enjoy wine, but I, I admit I'm intimidated by those that know a lot about it. Does it, is it easier than us outsiders think about it? If I wanted to really get into wine and learn a few things and kind of know what I'm talking about, it wouldn't take a life, it wouldn't take a lifetime. No, absolutely not. Like I'd say to my customer and my student for years is you don't need to be a certified mechanics to enjoy to drive your car. Mm -hmm. When you buy a car, you want that's the price you want to pay for what you want it. And you want to test it to feel you're comfortable on it. And you want looking cool and good and secure. So that's the same with wine. You don't need to be a mechanics to drink wine. We need to demystify all of that. I do that very quickly every day at the shop to bring back something. It's very simple and we forgot forever that we have five cents on reality we have seven cents with this wine because we have the sense of ourselves and the sense of other because we share it but if you just take the time to talk to your soul to take your teddy bear or your blankie when you was a baby and feel with the wine the same way you were secure and happy when you were taking your teddy bear that's what i show you drink what puts you happy Right on your brain, on your heart. Wow, that was a lot. That was like uh, zero to 100 miles per hour when it comes to <laughs> spirituality. I, I mean, I so you said I'm aware of the regular five senses. You said you have your sense yeah. of yourself and your sense of others. And so is tell me a little bit more about that. I guess what you're saying is a wine can transport you to a place in time. A wine can connect people. Is it all that or... All of that, all of that, you, you have two words of wine. And so I'm interesting and I promote one part of this word. Two is the non-manufacturer's wine. The wine I name author wine, one barrel at a time made by a human and can't be reproduced to time. It's a moment on time and space. And so the winemaker making wine, if he is an author wine, to talk to you the same way a musician or a painter, it's a need. It's this way for him or her to express to you what they love, what is their soul, what they want to say to you. So if you real take the time to try to listen to that, maybe you will not like this much. So it's not a wine for you. Or you will connect with the soul of the wine. And at this moment, yeah, it transports you on time and other space and, and put you happy. We don't drink wine for torture. It's not a necessity. It's not an obligation. It's need to be a pleasure and wine are not made to be drunk. Wine, wine I made to be enjoyed. So do you have 
certain friends that you get together with that remind you of certain wines? Can you look upon your look look in your shop in your winery and say this reminds me of this moment in life or this person or things like that? Absolutely, and more to that, it's more connected with the moment you are on it. You can do that with food. And it's funny, we don't do that with wine. Mm. Do you know what you want to eat today? Yeah, well, I've, I've got, yes. What, what? Yeah, I, well, I'm on a diet, but what I want to eat is a Philly cheesesteak pizza with steak and onions on it. That's what I want. Okay, you see? Yeah. Your brain, your body said to you, what will put you happy today? Right. So you torture yourself with a your diet, right? <laughs> yes. Good way of putting you it. Forgot, you forgot to be happy, but because you do that, today you will feed yourself. You will not eat. You will feed yourself mm. because it will be no satisfied joy from your brain to your test. So you will stop this relation you have between your sense of pleasure and the necessity to eat. Mm. So the same with wine. If you feel you want to eat that today, I will be the same with you and say what you want to drink with that. Mm. Well, how you feel? You feel a big wine with that? You feel something lushy, cozy, round, sharp, aggressive, tannic, supples, settles, cuddly. Talk to me what will be your pleasure with what. And, and, and that's where we'll go through the wine you won't go. And, and tasting in the library about the 100 wine year with what will fit your needs for the day. Mm. Not mine, not the intellectual exercise of all the magazine and the great blah, blah people. No, you, only you. You need to look in as a wine, I need a hug today. What mm. will be my hug? <laughs> I think I need all of that. I'm going to get off the line here and come right over to your, your place. <laughs> no hug, just wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, either would be, would be great. You, d you describe yourself as a sommelier and an educator. And I just heard you refer to your shop as a library. I've never heard of a, a winery or a, a wine cellar or whatever described as a library. Why is that appropriate? Ooh, that's complex and simple question. First, <laughs> the first part, yes, I'm a sommelier um, and, and we need to be very careful with this uh, word. And let's put that this way. You have professional sommelier mm -hmm. and so you have matters sommelier and you have a lot of wine lover. So that's not because you went to make a certification level one or two, you are a sommelier. Mm. You are an educated consumer. That's not because you know how to clean your carburetors as you are a mechanics. To be a mechanics, it's years of apprentice and it's going to school and doing that again and again and again. So hobby, it's not a profession. So I'm a professional sommelier. That's what I did for my life. That's what I'm studying with other things. Summary, it's also related with everything is taste and sense. I mean, to be a great sommelier, you need also to be heavily educated on food. Aromatic molecules understand all these concepts. 
So it's a real profession and we need to respect the people are real professionals. So many. So that's which, uh, a lot of humble way, what I'm doing for a living mm. and I have the expertise for. After the concept of the store, if we're going to the drive of library, yes, because I have just 100 selection. Mm -hmm. They're moving all the time, they're changing, but I refuse to have more to 100 bottles. Really? Okay. And you don't need, you don't need a lot to find the right things. More simple it is, more difficult it is to do. The easy way, I always uh, describe, and that's like in restaurant, if you don't know what you're doing, you will do a lot of blah, blah around your service and put a towel on our head and you don't know why you put a towel on your head and, and serving the wine with big gesture and curing your wine like you service a champagne and all of that. All of that is, oh, can I say this word? Yes, you can. It's a podcast. Yes. Mean Bertil speech. And so, no, simplicity, it's more complicated, but you don't need all of that to, to, to have the right thing. So what I'm doing here, it's not to doing this big painting. It's so busy with so much color and so much thing and so much thing to lost you and you feel, wow. I, 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 I give you the simplicity of a drawing just with a pencil on three lines. Mm. And that's, if you're looking at it properly, you find all the perspective, the dimension and the talk, and you don't need to put a lot of color on things. Mm. Wine, se selection of wine, it's like food, a real plate, a real perfect food. It's three elements on the plate. Any chef puts more to three elements on the plate, you try to hide something. Mm. And the simplicity, so that's what I offer you, uh, a, a diversity from light to full body, from sedol aromatic to full aromatic, with different color, different structures, different approach. And, and so on that, I will grab for you. And the big things here, and that's why it's a library, mm. 100 selection. You come here to buy a bottle of wine. You can try all the wine you want before you buy. Mm. So we'll talk together, listen what you want doing with, and I will pull from what you're looking for, three, four, five bottles of wine. You will try it and you can leave here after you pay your bottle of wine. It's better because That's... I need to do a living with. <laughs> right. You, you have something on your hand with excitement. Mm. The same way you go to the bakery, buy candies and, 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 or, or, or pastry you have before, mm. and you know what it is. And so you're going home with your pastries and you're like, oh, oh I will have that for this. <laughs> right. Okay. I want you to leave here with the same feeling. You have a great experience. It was fun. It was approachable, but also you're carrying a toys with you on your bag with the excitement to open it because already you will like it. When you go to a normal wine shop, it's a guessing. And you are so scared of the guessing, you buy always the same way, right. the same one. Why? Because you like it. Right. But you never discovered other things. Right. So here we talk about your dislike. I help you to understand what you dislike on aromatic and test to open the giant door of all you can 
starting to try and you will like. Well, I think that's a fascinating way of, of looking at it. And true to, to your approach, it's, it's approachable, it's manageable. It, it feels friendly to me that you only have a hundred. There are ice cream shops that have more than a hundred flavors. <laughs> and, and yeah. frankly, when I go into one of those, it's, it's a little overwhelming. It's like, uh, it's too much. What you pick and what you pick, yeah, what yeah, you pick yeah, normally. Yeah. There we go. End up picking what I normally get. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. For sure. So by the way, the website is bondwines.com. There's an E at the end of bond. So B-O-N-D-E wines.com. On there, you'll find a lot of information about Bond Fine Wines, including the newsletter, which you describe as the most opinionated wine newsletter in America. In America, yeah. Okay. Why is that? Okay. So uh, Bond Fine Wine is located in Harvard Square. Mm -hmm. Our zip code here is 02138, known as the most opinionated zip code in America. <laughs> I think that's true. So I take the zip code. <laughs> and I turned that from zero to wine. So I'll replace the one by a bottle of wine. I see three that. Three eights. And so that's came the most opinionated wine shop and newsletter in America. But have, but have you expressed some opinions that might ruffle the feathers of others in the wine industry? Oh, oh yeah. I stopped that 40 years ago and I will stop. <laughs> if you go, if you go to, to the window of my shop, Mm -hmm. It's it's a sign with the logo what is authorized and not authorized. This little logo, like you can bring wine or you can bring stroller. Right. So I I authorize stroller and and babies. Mm -hmm. I I authorize dogs. Mm -hmm. So dogs are more welcome here to anybody else. And after it's the three things you can do on my shop: smoke, cigarettes or cigars, mm -hmm. smoking weeds. And Robert Parker is not welcome in my shop. Do you know who is Robert Parker? No, who's Robert Parker? Robert Parker was, he's retired now, starting on the 70s, 80s. Mm. An American wine critics changed completely the world of wine. Mm. And imagine if everybody was uh, driving uh, small mini coupers and very, very elegant cars. Mm. And, and suddenly you have a guy coming and said, the only things need to go on the street, it's Homer. <laughs> so, and I will influence every fabricators of car in the world to just build Homer one, two, and three. Mm. And the only things will differ, it's the color of the Homer, but they will be all big, impressive, way too big for the street. But you will be feel good because you will be feel big. Mm. This is not wine. Wine, mm. it's not a puree of fruits need to explode on your palates. Like you take a fist on a boxing ring. Right. Wine, it's something subtle where the job of the winemaker, it's just to be the conductor, the relay between the fruit and you. And mm. the job of a winemaker, it's to let the fruit of the year reflect. And we go back to our discussion of space and time to the time and the space where these grapes grow for the year. Mm. And, and so it's funny because in my wine shop, the wine is uh, classified or, or organized by light body to full body. 
And I always explain to people to understand the body of wine, you just transfer that to milk, not for the taste, but the structure, for the fat and the bite. So a light body wine, it's like skin milk. A medium body wine, it's like 2%. And a whole cream wine, a whole whole milk, uh, a whole milk wine is full body. Mm. And the only things you have not in my shop, it's the heavy cream because I don't believe on it. Mm. So the super heavy body don't exist here. When you are not capable to taste the grapes anymore, but just the sugar, the alcohol, and the fruit purees, it's not in my shop mm. because, because that is not wine. That is a big homer. Mm. And the good things today, that's, it's very rare to see homer anymore. That's true. Mm. The Hummer was very, very big in 2000. So like the winemaker come back to drive beautiful, small, efficient and, uh, and sweet car, sweet as nice and, and pleasant and not big and heavy, but worse to that. And that's if you, I can jump on the question. Yeah, that sure. That's, that's the main trick in my shop. I focus only on eco-responsible winery. Mm -hmm. So organic, biodynamic, sustainable, or natural. And I teach to people, this is not because it's one of this word, the wine need to be bad or undrinkable. It's a tons of a winemaker doing fabulous wine with, with this approach to it's an ecological approach. So when you buy in my shop, you will help yourself with your eco anxiety to, because that's the problem. We are all very anxious with these ecological problems. We are on it today with the climate, but we don't know how to help. Mm. And we know it's not to put the blue bean on the, on the, on the curb mm. will, will be a solution. When you come here. Do you, on a, on a same time, you enjoy yourself with a great bottle of wine. You help the planet because the winemaker has made this wine care about the low, low impact on the environment when you're doing this wine. So it's a good gesture. And, and because I'm French and because we are Sturber, I sell, I sell only American wine. Mm. So all the wine, the 100 selection, except one or two bottles for different reasons mm. are from the United States. Mm. We need to realize today, and that's what is driving me nuts with people thinking they need to drink high-end Bordeaux and French and Italian and this and that, because that's the best on the world. Mm. I said to them, be careful. You can't know who you are. If you don't know where you come from, mm. come to discover your own wine, your own region, your own uh, style and discovered what we're doing well. And after you can compare that with the other country, mm. don't drink the other country to try to compare what you're doing here. Start to compare what you have before you go looking at other. So the good things today, we are the most diversified. Planting of varietal in the world, we have the most, we find here, any vine grapes in a world are very tiny, tiny. 
I, I can give you some example. Trousseau, sure. Naked, all these grapes are a couple of hectares in Europe, are here in the United States, mm. are produced. So we find everything. And we have great, great winemaker. We have the third best wine school in the world. We are the lead. Where is, that, where is that wine school? Do you have UC Davis? Mm-hmm. Lead, lead the genetic of wine and, and, and teach and, and form the best grower and winemaker in the world today. You have Cornell to the same way, lead all the management and, and the commerce of wine and the winemaking. And you have the University of Chicago lead also uh, a big part mm. of, of this work. And, and we need to realize we have all of that here and tons of other school crates. And we grow 50 states, we growing grapes on 48. We are the biggest continent of producing wine everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't say they are all good, but starting to be churns, drink what is local. We have one of the most beautiful sparkling in the world here at Westport River in Massachusetts mm. with their RGR and their Blanc de Blanc. Mm. You have uh, wine from Maine are fabulous. You have some wine from upstate New York, from Vermont, from uh, Michigan, from uh, North Carolina, from uh, West Virginia, from everywhere, mm. everywhere. California, Oregon, and Washington, it's just a part of the grower. If you want to drink a fabulous sparkling, drink a Gruet from New Mexico at $22 the bottles. Mm. This is ridiculous how it's good. It is. Mm. Mm. So, wow, a lot to unpack there. And also I'm getting thirstier just hearing all the details about wine. But, but to go back to something you said earlier, Strollers welcome, kids welcome, dogs welcome, Robert Parker not welcome. <laughs> the The research department here at the Boston Podcast has uncovered that, as you say, Robert Parker has a, a very narrow vision of what wine should be like. He developed this 100-point scale, etc. But I just happened to come across one little tidbit here that one of his critics visited, I'm sorry, Parker visited one of his winery that, and the proprietor of this shop, Jacques Hebrard, was outraged at the treatment his winery had gotten in Parker's newsletter. He, he went, he, Parker goes to this guy's place and Hebrard's dog attacks Parker as the manager stood by and idly watched. Parker said that when he asked for a bandage to stop the bleeding from his leg, Hebrard instead gave him a copy of the offending newsletter. That's what a move that what a move that is. And and he should uh, Parker should know that. And so now there are two reasons why he wouldn't want to come into your place. One, he's not allowed. It says it right on your door. And two, there might be a dog in there, and we know he doesn't have very good luck with dogs. Strange. Anyway, <laughs> my, my dog don't bite. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that was yeah that was a little extreme. So we're up against the clock here a little bit, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention your, your podcast and um delighted to say that we have plans to work on this with you. And so it, it's a very exciting for us here at Pod 617. But tell us your vision for the podcast, because it's an interesting one. You'll describe it best. 
So if you, if you read my, my newsletter to try to educate with a certain age of humor and sarcasm, mm. uh, different of their subjects online, it's also always uh, turning around the seven cents. So the, the drive is to bring back to the tables and share with people the seven cents. So we're talking up subject about what is on the future or present newsletter with, with co-animators to question, simplified and, and not overwhelm you like I did for the last 20 minutes, <laughs> but, but also educate people to discover their sense. So imagine if we have a very well-known blind person on the table, an invitee, and talking about the sense of smell for him and what that's mean to not see and how the visual of a wine is important or not important. Sitting with Yoyoma and looking at him and say, what's mean wine in the cello? And let him express the music is in the wine for him. How we translate this test to creativity of sound for him. So touching at that and, and going to all the seven cents and never forgot to discover what is the sense of ourselves and the sense of other. Wine always say, and I don't want to offend it, your, your audience, but wine is like food and sex. It's, it's some things you do with other, you share always with other, mm -hmm. but the sense, the feeling and the satisfaction is only yours. Mm. So that means to be very sensible and very sensitive and care about the other around you, but never forgot also to take care of yourself first. Mm. That's the best way to take care of other. Mm. You need to love you first. You need to know who you are to be capable to discover who is up. I would suggest that people need food, wine, and sex. Not necessarily at the same time, although some would argue off, off the uh, Yeah, I, I don't want to go on this <laughs> subject now. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke for so early in the morning. So we will, <laughs> um, yeah, we will keep our listeners updated as to the status of your podcast because I think it's going to be exciting. So it's, it's bondwines.com. Remember, bond with an E at the end.com. And with the shop in Harvard Square, anything we've forgotten that our listeners should know? A lot, yeah. Uh, the main, <laughs> go ahead. The main reason of of this shop, it's the events, the wine tasting, private sure. or public. Okay. So this table in the middle of the store, it's a tiny store, eight people maximum, and so we're yep. doing fun tasting every two weeks. Next week, how to pair American wine with barbecue. Oh wow! And two weeks, two weeks later is how to pair American wine with the beach at the beach. So mm -hmm. what is the perfect wine for you to bring at the beach? And, 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 and so we'll try a crisp, simple, fun, interesting, salty, warming, sunny wine for the beach and refreshing because that's what you want. I'm working on the subjects coming. Two weeks ago, we did learning the Spanish grapes grow in the United States. Hmm. So we, we're doing a lot of subjects. We, I'm working, maybe it's, it's, it's an 
a secret, so don't say that to your uh, audience. Okay. Well, so I haven't finished it, but I, I grew, I'm born in France, but I grew up in Quebec, mm. Montreal, Canada. And so June 24, it's the national day of Quebec. Mm. And I thinking maybe I will do an event of eight people about Quebec wine, because mm. it's fabulous wine in Quebec, Quebec wine pairing with poutine. Mm. For poutine, for wine. How about that? I've yeah, been, I, I've been to Quebec. My, my father was born in Montreal, and I guess that's unrelated, though, but I've been to Quebec. People don't realize around here, you can be in Quebec in about eh, 10 hours, maybe, from here. No, are you kidding me? No. Yeah, I, not even? Are you, are you driving like a Quebec? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Seven five hours? And a, five and a half? Five and a, and a half from okay. Boston to Montreal. Yeah. To Montreal, right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you stop. I know you stop at the liquor store, and you know you have sure for four hours. But that's not everybody doing that. Yeah. So it's five and a half hour. And and also after the tasting and the private events, I'm specialized. I'm the only one in the coast to be specialized on, on uh, neo artisan wine accessories. Mm. So I have a fabulous crystal a glass came from Austria. I have collection of fabulous corkscrew and my corkscrew go from $28 to $1,000 if you want a corkscrew mm. made with uh, mammoth ivory. So we have the luck. It's so much mammoths are discovered in East Europe. They sold the tooth and the difference to a knife maker to doing beautiful corkscrew and knife. So I have some and woods and other things. So, and all their accessories. So yeah. I supply the tools you need to put the wine on it or to open the bottle. Well, uh, Bertil mentioned the events. Again, if you go to bondwines.com, you can see all the events coming up. He's got one coming up May 31st, June 14th and June 28th. And so looks like tickets still available for those. I know you sell out sometimes, but. I'm close to be people. If they are available, jump on it because uh, they disappear very quickly. I haven't looked this morning where we are, but I can let you know because I haven't put it online. Probably the uh, Quebec one uh, will be available. Yeah. Yes. And and by the way, yes, guilty as charged. The New Hampshire State Liquor Store is just a a beacon, an oasis of hope on the highway. You have to stop. It's a rule, right? It's a rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. For you, you do three things. Right. You go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. You take a drink for the car. That's right. And you load the car with sneakers. Yeah. Because because in Quebec it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So you save money. Well, very good. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry we have to run, but there'll be more to come from Bertil if you follow pod617.com. We hope to have his podcast up there sooner than later. Thanks so much for joining. I hope you had fun. Yeah, fun. Thank you, uh, David. It was a real, real pleasure to have you. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Bondwines.com. Check it out. Check out the tastings. I know I'll be there sooner than later. And thank you for listening to the Boston Podcast. If you like our show, follow us on Apple Podcasts and go to pod617.com if you want your own show. On behalf of Bertil and all the delicious 100 flavors of wine, brands of wine, <laughs> I got to learn. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody.